now we're live sherry here we are welcome everybody to the nurse mark and the green nurse daily dose of afa where we bring you hope and inspiration for growth and healing so you can start your day off the afa way and in case you've forgotten i've got oh, something you. very very important to show you yes you can't forget mark even said you can't forget you can't forget no you can't forget look at this absolutely fucking amazing that's exactly what you are sherry that's exactly what you are absolutely fucking amazing isn't that great what a way to start a monday morning august you know 16 2021 best day ever sherry best day ever best day ever to decrease stigma yeah around what it means to feel good right, right? to be high <laughs> be yeah. elevated, be lifted, hope, inspiration, growth, and healing. Right. right? Here we are. I, I look euphoric. at it as euphoric. The yes, be euphoric and even celebrate. Sometimes it's hard to celebrate. <laughs> you celebrate those moments of growth and healing, right? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you're right, Sherry. Sometimes those moments of growth and healing are pretty hard to celebrate because you know they can be. They can be painful. Like we don't, we don't change unless there's an, a real motivating factor to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. And you know, and I, I could, I'll just share a little story. You know what I mean? Oh, got to do it, share. Got to do it. I got to tell, I got to tell on myself, you know, here's yes. the thing is that, you know, we motivational Monday, we share stories of healing. And, you know, when you guys see us here, you know, we we're looking good. We're feeling good. We've worked through stuff. We're showing up as the best version of ourselves. Right. But what I want to remind you all is that we are human. Okay. And here's here's the interesting piece of it. I had a very, mm. very human moment that I haven't experienced in a very long time yeah. early Sunday morning. So I'm going to share with you a little bit of what happened. I, it's, I have post-traumatic stress disorder, complex PTSD, the label. I'm choosing not to live in that story. But I had a flare. I call it a panic attack that came out of nowhere yep. in the middle of the night. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and we'll share just a quick little thing about, about that is that, and, and I talk about my dreams. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing some traveling in the fall and getting into the airplane. As you all know, that I've been working through some issues of agoraphobia and, I, and I'm doing good. And I share you are. all you about You get that. out there, you do, do it. it. You're fearless. <laughs> However, so when I have a dream and sometimes a dream doesn't feel so well and I can, I've learned how to wake myself up in a dream. And so yeah. when I usually wake myself up in a dream, what I do mm -hmm. is I jump in the dream and mm -hmm. usually I fly. And when I'm flying in my dream, it reminds me that I'm in a dream and then I can I can try to control it or try to work right. through that dream while I'm sleeping. Well, when yeah. I was having this weird interaction in my dream, I jumped in my dream and guess what? Yeah. I didn't fly. Oh. That talk about lucid dreaming. That's you're definitely lucid. You're like, okay, I, was like, oh I need God. to decide here. <laughs> that, that's what it was. Is am I was I dreaming or was it real? And I couldn't differentiate in right. the middle of the night. So I woke up having this horrible, 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 gut wrenching, doom and gloom, visceral feeling. Oh. Sherry, I'm so sorry that you had to feel that. Oh, I can relate. My good God. Oh, 
So here's the good news. Here's the good news. There's good news, there's bad news, and there's learning lessons, okay? So the good news is is I knew what to do right away to help quiet those feelings. I went straight for the cannabis. I'm not going to lie. Why wouldn't you? Straight for my Nurse Mark CBD, straight for my big giant bong, and I'm in the middle of the night doing bong rips and doing CBD just to help to quiet. You know what I mean? That feeling, I was shaking. Oh, yeah. And so what ended up happening was it worked, right? It completely Mm -hmm. worked. I was able to settle down. I was yeah. able to rest, yeah. rest. But in the morning, what happened is I created another stress response because I try to sort out <laughs> why it was happening. Oh, right? yeah. So here I am. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I don't know, food. Cher. PTSD, reliving the moment. I don't know if that's. I, well, here it is. <laughs> Yikes. It sounds painful. It kind of was. So yeah. Here I am in the morning saying, okay, I got my journal out. I'm going to try to figure this out. You know, I got my cannabis, got my tea going. Well, what ended up happening is, is I'm doing the cannabis and I'm ruminating and analyzing, trying to figure out why I woke up in the oh. middle of the night. And, and all of a sudden, I triggered myself into another panic attack. Oh, I know. While all I was on well. cannabis. So this is the thing yeah. that's important. I was on cannabis. Yeah. Cannabis quieted me in the middle of the night, woke yeah. up, started to try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. didn't help. The cannabis didn't help at that moment in time in the morning. Right. And the reason why is because I didn't move the energy out. So when we're looking at, right, yeah. it works really, really good. And processing the emotion around what happened at that right. particular time was right. not appropriate. It just wasn't. I just spun out of control again. And I was yeah. like, oh. yeah. Well, you know, you know, you're sensitized, right? You're in this heightened, sensitized state. You're right. Maybe the time for a uh, a review a is brief. not a debrief. That was not a good debrief moment, right? Yeah, and no, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So the interesting thing, okay. So what did I do? Oh, there's a lot of interesting things. I know, so interesting yeah. thing. Carrie Lee, I want to say thank you so much. So what I did was I phoned Carrie Lee. <laughs> If you're out there, I just want to say thank you. So what it's important too is when you, when you are trying to work through this stuff, first of all, you need to make sure a friend is in a good space to listen. <laughs> you need yeah. to ask, right? The other thing too is you need to phone a friend that's emotionally intelligent and who's worked through their own stuff. Yeah. It isn't going to get stuck in your story. Okay. That's what mm-hmm. happened. I'm not, mm-hmm. it wasn't about me dragging in, but it was me sharing and asking yeah. for help to help me move through this in a way that I couldn't do it on my own. So what did she do? She reminded me that I've been through it before. She reminded me that it will pass. She reminded me that cannabis is not the only tool I have in the toolbox, right? So she reminded right. me of all the different ways to reset my central yeah. nervous system yeah. from sympathetic to parasympathetic. Right. right? And that, yeah. you know, and that that is just so special you have a friend that will allow that space right it's not it's not like it's sometimes it's hard to find somebody who's going to be receptive to that right so yeah yeah yeah. lucky blessed blessed it is it is blessing and so what did she tell me to do she told me to move right so it's all about moving energy and not allowing that energy to be stuck in your body so what cannabis did was cannabis helped me to engage in those other health and wellness activities to get out of the mm-hmm. house. When you're in a panic attack, the last thing you want to do is go out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you kind of don't want to go anywhere. Right. I don't want anyone to see you. Right. So cannabis gave me a little bit of the courage to go outside. I went into mm-hmm. the forest. I moved. 
I did yeah. breath work. I cried. Yeah. I listened to music. I hugged trees, right? So I was able to process a little bit more of the motions surrounding the paddock attack that left me exhausted without continuing to spiral. So it was moving that energy out. And what I like to, so this just came to my awareness this morning and I wrote about it was that this is what I would call integrative work that we often talk about when using yeah. plant and theogens for healing, yeah. right? Integrative work incorporates mm -hmm. doing multiple different things to self-soothe, <laughs> to right. process emotion yeah. for post-traumatic growth and healing, right? That's it. Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. Like Jerry, that. thanks for sharing. Welcome, Nurse Mark. It's just, you know, here it is, is that we want to be real. We're here. Here it is. I love myself enough to be open, honest, yeah. real, and authentic with you all. Because if my story can help someone else. Right. Then you know what? That That's what we're here to do. We're here to share. That's exactly that right. That that's story. exactly so, right. Right. So the endocannabinoid system for the win. Yes. And guess <laughs> what? Yeah. Even with a panic attack, even with agoraphobia, even with blah, 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 whatever yeah. label you want to put on it, you're absolutely fucking amazing, Sherry. Yeah. So, Thanks you know, so comma AFA. <laughs> <laughs> comma AFA. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, so here we are. It's a Monday. You know, we've had, it was a beautiful weekend. I looked at it as a weekend of me experiencing something that hopefully is going to turn into a life lesson. So I can continue to grow yeah. and share. So it's wonderful. And what I love too about Mondays is, you know, the motivational Monday, the Monday where we discuss how and you know, why we're doing what we're doing, why we're so passionate about this. And every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we start off with the daily love. Daily love. Daily love, exactly. Sherry. And I'm ready for your love. Daily mind. love. We're going to rip it up. This is a little something from Landmark Insights. So you know, put your thinking caps on everybody. It's going to get a little bit esoteric. It's going to be a little bit, you're going to make you think on a Monday. Woo. Woo. -hoo. Woo. Get ready. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Uh, uh, uh. Ready? Yes, All right. This ready. is called peace of mind, giving up the notion that something's wrong here. Okay. Here we go. At some point early on in life, stuff happens that doesn't quite work out how we think it should. In those moments, we come to believe that something's wrong here. Our successes, relationships, personality, and accomplishments then get assembled to adapt to that sense of things. We put together ways of being that work for us, that achieve results, provide pleasure, and make us the people we are today. The joy, pleasure, and satisfaction that we experience obscure the notion that something's not quite right. Peace of mind, power, and fulfillment too requires the intersection with and recognition of the way we've constructed ourselves. Okay, here we go, Cher. Peace of mind comes from giving up the notion that something's wrong here. Giving mm -hmm. that up is like having the ability to dance, like the extraordinary performance of a matador or an Aikido master with what's so and with what comes at us versus how we thought or hoped it would go. It leaves us with a sense of ease, a congruence with ourselves, a feeling of being at home where we are not constrained by shoulds or watch outs, but free to act, free to move, free to be fully ourselves. Wow, that's a really good one. That's a oh, really good one. I love that one. I really you do. Know what 
And Mark, yeah. I know you have I know you have a story to go with that, don't you? I always <laughs> have stories to go with that. What's your story yeah. to go with that one? Because it's great. It's great. Listen, Not I don't know I don't know which one you want me to tell, but oh my God, I got so many to go along with this. Which the first yeah. one that comes to mind? The first one that comes to mind is really um the first one that comes to mind is dipping back into sort of the pit, right? Being in the pit of despair, being in the in the uh, in the dark place, mm -hmm. and you know what? There's no peace of mind there, and it really is about feeling like there's something wrong here, like here, yeah. right? Yes. So there's yes. something wrong here. When you get into that mode of thinking, it's hard not to feel like. There's something wrong here, but stepping outside of that is where peace of mind resides, right? It's all those other possibilities that are available. And I, I really love this last line where it says, um, it leaves us with a sense of ease, a congruence with ourselves, a feeling of being at home where we are not constrained by shoulds, what we should do, or watch outs, like watch out. If you do that, you're going to end up broke. But, feel, but you're free to act, free to move, and free to be fully ourselves. There you go. Free, yeah. authentic, and real. It's okay to be human. It's because okay. Well, guess what? You have no fucking choice in the whole thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to be that blunt. You might think you have choice in the matter, but unless you're doing the work, unless you're really peeling those layers back, mm -hmm. That choice that you have is really not much more than just an automated response to a bunch of stuff coming in. Sorry. Yeah. And you know what? It's a good point, though. That's what people, you know, that's why we're here. <laughs> right, right? People we're all human. Know we're all human. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's okay. And you're still amazing. And, you know, and you there too. is a way out. There is a way out of that dark place. I've been there. I don't know how many times. So oh, many my times. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always, it's always with some new insight and some new way of being that you step into the light again, right? Yeah. You come absolutely. out of that darkness and you step into the light and you say, wow, okay, that was a hell of a lesson. That was a hell of a lesson. <laughs> now, now let's move on here. Let's move on. And, yeah. All right. And how does that tie into cannabis? Well, it oh ties in <laughs> because cannabis is a tool. Right, it's an adaptogen. It's a phytobotanical nutrient yes. that supports and nourishes our endocannabinoid system. Yeah, and helps us. Is I love it. It's pleiotropic. Works on the entire umbrella. Imagine the umbrella is our body, right? Our umbrella. That all the spokes of the umbrella. Yeah. The different organ systems, right, that make up your body. Yeah. And then you have the different fabric pieces that connect to all the different mesh. spokes, right? And it keeps our umbrella yeah. going up and down nicely at the tippy top of the umbrella, the endocannabinoid system blankets on top. And the reason why it blankets on top is because we have receptors on all of our 11 organ systems, cell surfaces. Yeah. We have receptors at the neurotransmitter signaling junction sites. You know, you know, you guys know dopamine, serotonin, oh. opioid signaling, you know, all these signaling sites, we have receptors. Right. And so the endocannabinoid system releases molecules upon demand to shower on our umbrella to keep our body in homeostasis or balance. Yes. And guess what? If we don't make enough of our own, what happens, right? Our right. body becomes out of balance. We don't get rained on. That anandamine and 2-AG don't get to the areas that they need to go. No. And messages don't get where they need to be. And our nope. body gets confused and tries to autocorrect. And before you know it, the umbrella is breaking down.
and you're in that endocannabinoid deficiency. deficiency. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cannabinoids for the win. Woo! And why we do this, we every Monday we're going to just review this because it's really, really important. Yeah. We have the whole book. Boom. Right here. Right. Hell yes. 64 page document. Oh, the yeah. Council, State Boards of Nursing put together a call to action. And they wrote a 64 page document in the Journal of Nursing Regulations in 2018. And the NCSBN is the regulatory board that puts out the NCLEX exams for all nurses, advanced practice nurses to get certified mm -hmm. in the particular state. So this is a big deal, right? Yeah, like, it is a big deal. deal. And every time I talk to somebody who's in academia, who's in and, you know, uh, who's working at a facility that's providing nursing education, I ask every time, what are you doing about cannabis education? Yeah. And still, exactly. Sherry, the answer is, oh, nothing yet. Nothing yet. Well, I'm going to tell you honestly, too, I'm seeing, okay, there's a ton of nurse coaching programs that are out there. Yeah. I'm seeing them everywhere. And so my biggest question when I go into those programs and I'm contacting them is, do you teach on the endocannabinoid system? Right. And you know right. what I've gotten for an answer? No. 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 So how can you be a health nurse coach, a holistic nursing coach? Without an endocannabinoid system education. Oh, my God. My lights are blinking on and off right now. I know. There you go. Oh, you know what? I'm the green dot now, aren't I? You're the green dot. Oh, my <laughs> God. Here we go. So yeah. Listen, folks, we're all green dots to Sherry now. You're all like, Alex, all I can see right there. I look right. Into That's the it. Green. You know what? We're all green dots anyway, Sherry. We're all just energy. That's it. We're all, we're we're just all just. We're blips in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Which pill did you take? All right. The yeah. green pill. The green pill. You took the green pill. That's right. So yeah. you're right, Sherry. Without that endocannabinoid system education, you can't really accurately coach folks on health and wellness because that's the root of health and wellness the umbrella yeah. it's at the tippy top of the umbrella the endocannabinoid system exactly most important system and then the other thing that a lot of health professionals don't realize and this is why we're here to educate is cannabinoid therapeutics is much more than just cannabis so we haven't and this is this is a really important statement we have an endocannabinoid system not because of the cannabis plant, mm -hmm. but because we make components in our body that right. are similar to the plant. Right. That's that's really important. It just so happens that the plant mimics, mimics. In, in, in chemical composition the endocannabinoids, the internal cannabinoids that yeah. we make. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. I mean it's a it's a healing tool. It's a healing tool. Yeah. Works, works good. So the National Council, getting back to my, you know, my new favorite book that I carry with me as long as I carry with your book. I carry a few books with me everywhere I go. Listen, um, Sherry, you're an evangelist. You need to have your book. You need to have your book when you're in the crowd, when you're no, preaching, gonna, sister, when you're preaching like, the endocannabinoid system. That's me, right. I am on stage. Book one. <laughs> book one. Book two. Book, two. book three. Oh, yeah. I'll go door to door knocking. Hey. <laughs> Hey, this right. Is the hey, we'll be like some of the religions that are out there. We'll just go door to door. We'll knock on the door. Hi, we're from the Green Nurses. We'd like to talk to you today about cannabis. The endocannabinoid system. Did you know? And that your eternal soul. 
your okay. eternal soul. And your <laughs> eternal soul. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> okay, back to the NCSBN. Is that so that National Council State Boards of Nursing came up with six essential areas of clinical knowledge or requirements. They said that, that they all did. nurses, all nurses must have six essential areas of knowledge. Yep. And that's just not registered nurses, but that's nursing students and advanced. Everybody. LPNs, yeah. RNs, yes. Yeah. So quick question, Mark. What do you think if we just review the six? We'll end yep. with the six one and maybe just pull up that video. Do you, did you see that video? Um, I... I don't know if we're able to do it. If I can, I don't know if we're able to. I do don't know if, if yeah, I don't know if the, I don't know if we can stream videos. We can try it. Yeah, we, we might be able to try it. But anyways, what we're going to do really quickly yeah. is we're going to just review the six yep. NCSBN guidelines and we're going to focus on the last one. Okay, one. All right. The nurse shall have working knowledge of the current state of legalization of medical and recreational cannabis use. And so this is every nurse should know, right? In the particular state that you're in and if you're coaching in other states, you need to know the laws. Because it makes a huge difference. It does make a huge difference. And the sad thing is that products are not generally widely available in the same product line state to state, which is sad. Right. You know, some people that I work with coaching don't have access to the products that they really need to have access to. Exactly. exactly. You know, which is so, a sad thing. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we've seen that on multiple different states, especially Iowa. I think Iowa, <laughs> Carrie Lee, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're out there, but Iowa, they only allow like three grams of THC in 90 days. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, me, that's, that's like, like, that's like that's a, a day. Week. Was a that day a week? Well, if I'm if I'm microdosing, it's a week. Yeah, three yeah, grams yeah. is an eighth. If I'm microdosing, right. but if I'm macrodosing, now that's going to last like three days. <laughs> right, right. And usually, if I do a joint yeah, a day, all, a uh, all a day. those arbitrary limits were not based on anything scientific. By exactly, the way, exactly, it was made. That up. was all yeah. just all made up political stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one, Mark. The nurse shall have a working knowledge of the jurisdiction's medical program. Jurisdiction is a power to exercise authority over personal and things in a territory. So the nurse shall have that working knowledge. What's number three, Cher? The nurse shall have an understanding of the endocannabinoid system, cannabinoid receptors, cannabinoids, and interactions between them. And we cover that all week long. Hell day. yes, we do, because that we is truly the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Number Fourth four, one, yeah. The nurse shall have an understanding of cannabis pharmacology and the research associated with the medical use of cannabis. There you go. Pharmacology is important. You know, we're going to have on the show. Oh my God. There's this amazing guy that I found on in LinkedIn. He is a pediatric pharmacist working specifically with cannabinoids. Love it. He's coming on in September. I'm really, really excited to have him on because he does work with all pediatrics. He works with children and he is a pharmacist. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. And he's going to bring up all the, yeah, really going to be good news for parents out there with kids that need kids. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Number five. Yeah. The nurse shall identify safety considerations for patient use of cannabis. And that's exactly what we're talking about. You know, yeah. pediatrics, adolescents, yeah. teenagers, the elderly, seniors, you know, being able to, you know, that's what we teach. We teach on the safe utilization of cannabinoids so you can create the experience that you're looking for, whether it be to manage symptoms of chronic illness or as health and wellness tool, or even to learn how to pair it with other health and wellness activities. Love it. it. Yes. You need to be safe. Really smart. Yes. All right. And then the sixth one, Mark. 
Oh, this is the one, Sherry. This is the one we're going to end on here. We'll we'll focus on this because we love this one. The nurse shall approach the patient without judgment regarding a patient's choice of treatment or preferences in managing pain and other distressing symptoms. There you go. There you go. Judgment. Okay. No this is where judgment. We, this is where we truly get into, you know, the essence of nursing is human caring. Mm -hmm. And my true belief is spirituality is the root of cannabis care. So bringing yes. in spiritual principles, the wisdom of plant medicine, and working with those principles and to think about how we're interacting, not only with patients, but even with providers, right? We don't yep. want to be judging health providers out there for not knowing what they don't no. know. Because I didn't know. <laughs> no, we don't want to judge. We want to bring you no. into the fold. That's why we want you in the... We want you in the community because that's where you're really going to get your education. That's where you're going to find out what you need to know. And guess what? If you're a nurse and you're in the front end of this, how good is that? Like oh this God. is going to be in the curriculum for all nursing programs. You'll be way ahead of the curve. Yeah. And then the yeah. other thing too, is if you're a nurse or a health coach or a provider, the other thing joining into the community, we can teach you how to yeah. incorporate cannabinoid therapeutics into what you're already doing as a clinician. And if you have, and if you want, you're able to become one of our providers. Because as we expand across the country, we are going to need more nurses. We are going to need more clinicians to teach this. I'm really, really excited about that. Oh, so yeah. spirituality is the root of cannabis care. So if Mark is able to get this, this video up, I think it would be really good to show. Okay, let's try it. Let's it, try it. I it in a long time. <clears throat> and We're we going to give about, it a shot. We're okay, going to give it a shot. And then we can talk about the video. It's about a four-minute video, but it, it's a good one. Um, Here we Su go. Sister Suzanne Carroll on spirituality, religion, and cannabis. Let's see. Nope. Okay. What about if you click the link? Right hold on, on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just looking for. Ooh, I may have put it in the drive. Just no, no, no. I got. I. I have it. I have it. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> hold on, folks. Technology is a moving. This is going to be a good one. This is worth it to even, you know, to, to put this up. All right. Here we go. Oh, can't hear it. Can't hear it? No. Oh, that's a shame because I can. You can? Yeah. Do you have earbuds in? Yeah. If you take the earbuds out, let's try it. We'll be able to hear it. And then a year How's after that? I graduated from high school, Can you and hear I it? stayed in the convent yeah. for five and a half up. years, and then I finally determined that. Okay, cool. Could you hear it, sure. Yeah, we can hear it. If you just rewind, yep, we can hear it perfect. Okay, okay. Here we go. Sister Suzanne Carroll on spirituality, religion, and cannabis. Boom. My name is Suzanne Carroll, and I am a cannabis user. I am also a former sister of St. Joseph. I entered the convent a year after I graduated from high school, and I stayed in the convent for five and a half years, and then I finally determined that that was not the path that God had chosen for me. So I left the convent and went back to, to secular life. It doesn't mean that I left my love of the church or my love of Christ. I took those with me and have been trying since then to use them for the good of other people. When I began using cannabis or began interacting with the cannabis nurses, 
I was at the point where I was actually losing hope, which is not who I ever was. But my pain had gotten to the point where I did not feel that I could, could participate fully in life at that point. But when I started to work with the cannabis nurses, that hope was rekindled. As I said, I was beginning to lose hope. And once I interacted with the cannabis nurses and finally began to be able to relieve some of my pain through the information and the product that they shared with me, I truly believe that I was then encouraged to reinvest myself in my sharing of my love of Christ with others around me. Cannabis helped me to grow because, as I said, when I started to lose hope, I was in a stagnant position. I didn't feel like I could make any forward progress despite the fact that I was involved with the medical community and they were doing everything that they could to relieve my pain and suffering. But finally, uh, through my interaction with the cannabis nurses and my use of cannabis, I actually felt like I had gotten to the point where I could participate fully in the life of Christ. Cannabis has brought healing to me by relieving the intense physical pain that I felt constantly. Uh, it has allowed me to grow emotionally uh, to the point where I could, as I said, start to give back some of the things that I had that I felt Christ had prepared me to give to people around me. Cannabis religion and spirituality actually for me all form a cohesive whole. Uh, I am reminded that um, if we have faith, then we are prompted to pray. Uh, the important thing that I would like to point out is that prayer involves conversation with Christ. And when you talk to somebody, it's extremely important to listen for an answer. And that's one of the things that many of us forget when we are praying. We forget that we're actually talking to a person, and therefore we would expect some sort of response. The problem is the response we are usually looking for is okay, I'll do what I want, what you want me to do. We need to remember that that's not always the answer that we get. We'll either get that for an answer or no, I have something else in plan for you. Or you know what, you just have to wait. It's not time yet because healing comes and Christ uh, allows us to suffer for some reason. And therefore healing comes from him, but it comes from him in his own time, not in our time. So we have to be patient and let him respond to our prayers in the way that he sees fit. When I'm dealing with the cannabis nurses, they often ask me, what would Jesus say? And I know exactly what he would say. He would say that marijuana is a plant that he gave us for a reason. And unfortunately, it has a stigma, a stigma associated with it because some people have abused that plant. But we do have to remember that he gave it to us for a reason and therefore he would expect us to use it appropriately. I gave permission to the cannabis nurses to, to interview me and tape it, record it. Wow.
but I'll see you all. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't hear anything. But that's okay. Hey, so what I'll say is, I love you guys. And have a marvelous AFA day. Sherry, I know you're going to be able to take this like all the way home. Oh, I don't think anybody can hear you now. All right, guys. See you soon.